Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. Follow me, Hoff, WFAN on TikTok, at the Hoff WFAN, at the Fight Fan WFAN on Twitter, at the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman everywhere else. That's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, WFAN.com, and the Odyssey app. Not on this weekend, but next weekend is my Sunday, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. I'll be back again every other Sunday uh, I am on the air for WFAN, so follow me and th- listen to me there. Tune in again May 15th, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. That's Sunday. I'll be on air 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Or you could always follow me or listen with uh, me as I join Tiki and Tierney Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So we got breaking news right off the bat. Just came in, if you're listening, Charles Oliveira missed Wait, he had missed weight an hour ago. He had an hour to cut. He was off by 0.5, a half a pound he had to lose. And in that hour, came back, and he was still 155 and a half, which means that he is no longer, the belt is taken away from him. He is no longer the lightweight champion. And he cannot win the belt back on Saturday. The belt is stripped from him. Justin Gaethje, on the other hand, can still win the belt. Uh, he can also lose it. You know, he doesn't have it right now. It's just vacated. But if he wins, if Justin Gaethje wins, he is a champion. Uh, he's a lightweight champion. And if he loses, there is just a vacant belt, which is a lot different conversation. And we'll get into that in a few minutes. But I'm not sure what the fines will be because I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there's going to be something. Again, you got to remember, this is a, a pay-per-view event. There's always, whenever people miss weight, there's always like, oh, 20% of the purse goes to this person, you know, because they miss weight, so they have to give up 20% of the purse, 30% of the purse, whatever the case is. Bonuses go to the uh, the person that, you know, if, they, if there's a bonus for a fight, the bonus goes to the person that made weight. Rather, if it's a performer, if it's a fight of the night, only one guy gets. Um, now, it's this is terrible for Charles Oliveira, who you know I was just talking about him on air a little while ago. He deserves, you know, he's one of the better champions out there. I mean, he climbed his way up there. I know he was missing weight when he was one forty five, um, and now here he is at one fifty five. He's missing again, so it's just it's a tough situation for Charles Oliveira. How does the fight turn out? That's the first thing. How do you go into this? I We talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time. He clearly went to go and cut weight and try his hardest to make that weight cut, and it didn't succeed. He did not succeed. That's going to affect him. He didn't look the best, but I always feel like if someone's going to go in and try to cut that extra pound or half pound or whatever it is, 
they're still wearing their body down. They're doing their best to cut weight. They're they're giving it their all. They're doing their best, which means their body's still worn down. Time to recover. It's going to be difficult. If it was a difficult weight cut to begin with, it's a difficult time recovering from the weight cut. So that's the first thing. How is he going to, is he going to be 100% for tomorrow? Not sure about that. Pay-per-view buys, I'm sure they're going to go down, which Dana's not going to be very happy with because how are you supposed to sell a, oh, one guy could win if he wins. And he's the, he's not the favorite, so it's it's just a weird situation. I, I hate these. Gaethje, on the other hand, you know, again made the weight cut. He did well. No one else can step in because I believe Chandler and Ferguson both are one fifty five and a half as well, or one. I think maybe one's, one of them is one fifty six. But either way, neither of them are championship weight either between Chandler and Ferguson. So it's it's basically going to be you know there's no last minute. Oh, we'll just have another guy sub in and see. Maybe they can win the belt. No, it's it's going to be. Charles Oliveira, and it's going to be Justin Gaethje. Just one guy's going to win the belt if they win it, if they win the fight. Otherwise, no one wins the belt. Um, and it's vacant, which is going to turn into a, a chaotic mess. Uh, I know that uh, I was listening to John Morgan down the line. I was just talking about this. Maybe, oh, they'll just give it to, to Conor McGregor. Don't even put Conor McGregor in here because he's trying to go to 170. He's looking to fight at 170, so he's building weight. He's not looking to cut to 155 right now anytime soon, so I don't expect a, a Conor McGregor uh, fight to pop up anytime soon. What this could be is a Dustin Poirier opportunity again for him to get back in there. That could be cool uh, if, indeed, Justin Gaethje doesn't win. That's Again, there, there's going to be so many different circumstances, so many different scenarios that pop up if and Alvaro's a great champion too. Like that's the thing too. Like I, I think that his stylistically, he's one of the best fighters out there. Again, he grinded. He he earned his title shots. He won. I mean, he beat some of the best fighters out there. The only guy he didn't fight in this process was Conor McGregor and Khabib. Those are the two fighters he didn't he didn't fight. So I was really looking forward to this Gaethje fight to see how it would turn out and see what he could do and. And it, unfortunately, it's not going to happen, and we're well. It's not going to be the way that we want it to be because it's going to happen, but it's going to be under different circumstances, which always throws these fights off. It's now it's a toss up to me. You know, I was clear cut. Charles Oliveira is going to win this fight. He's going to find a way to take um, you know Justin Gaethje down. We've seen it before. He's taken damage. He's been able to still find a way to, to withstand the striking power of the opponents. Still find a way to, to submit when needed and get some of the best. You know, wrestlers to to you know become unfocused, make a mistake, and he gets their back, and then it's a night nighty night. This fight is different now; it's changed. You know, again, like I said, back to if he's not fully, uh, if he's not one hundred percent in there, if he's if he's not feeling well, if he had a rough weight cut and it really physically hurt him, we can remember we we saw those with Tony Ferguson and Khabib Nurmagomedov one time too. Khabib couldn't do it. His organs shut down. Now, that's not the extent. We saw Charles Oliveira walk on the stage, walk off the stage, very pissed off. But he was, he was, you know, he just was not happy. So it's not a question of health-wise. I don't think that's the concern at all. But what is his mentality going into the, the, the going into a title fight, not being able to fight for a title, that's got to be gut-wrenching. That's got to be. We've seen it before, though. We saw it with Joseph Benavidez and uh, Davidson Figueredo. We saw that happen, and Figueredo still won, even though he missed weight. He didn't win the title. He missed weight, and they had the rematch, and then Figueredo won anyway. 
Do we see something similar like that? I mean, there's it's too far ahead right now to start predicting, but that's the conversation we're going to talk about. Is there going to be, if Justin loses, is there a rematch between these two for the belt? Um, but we'll get there. Again, I just don't think Conor McGregor is going to be up there at all anytime soon for a lightweight fight. Uh, my my guess is always the... Uh, always, always. Dustin Poirier got thrown in there. You know, that's, that's the first name I think of. You know, guy that you want to see win a championship, want to see, see him, you know, not the interim, want to see him carry that actual lightweight title. Um, and he'd rep it proudly, that's for sure. Update, uh, breaking update, just as we're, you know, going through this whole thing with Charles Oliveira, you know, um, you know, things are a little fluid here and information is popping up. Just as things, go, you know, happen here and there. Uh, we talked Charles Oliveira missed weight by 0.5 pounds, half a pound. But get this tweet that happened um, after I already posted the the podcast. It goes from the, for someone on the fight. Uh, it's Ariana, uh, Ariane Carnalossi. She goes, congrats to the quote-unquote genius that messed with the fighter's scale Leaving with a half pound difference, we only found out when we were informed as we were coming down to check our official weight. Luckily, I was under, so that didn't hurt me. We said this: Oliveira missed by half pound. Chandler and Ferguson both were one fifty five and a half, so they even they couldn't fight at the lightweight title. They they would not be able to fight a and win a title. At 155, because they were also a half pound over as well. If that's if that was a thing, if someone screwed with the fighters' scale, so you got to think about this. It's not they don't just come down and go directly to a scale, and in front of everybody they say, "Okay, 155, we're good to go," and move on. No, they go check with the commission first, or they go check with the whatever. They go step on a scale. They're 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 checking their weight at a certain scale, and when they feel like they're good, when they're ready, they go back down, and then they walk in, and they go, okay, we're comfortable with this weight. So, and this Chandler tweeted this out too, which I think is another thing that you guys got to remember. Like, respect, it's a diff- I, I understand there's a lot of people that will sit there and be like, it's unprofessional, Charles Oliveira, miss weight, it's his job to get on it, he's got to figure that out. It's a process. It's to a T. Sometimes it doesn't work out because the body is all screwed up. Um, and it, you know, and it sometimes the bodies don't react the way you want it to. That is that is something that does happen, especially the females, uh, during certain times of the month, you know, when they have you know, when they're on the cycle, it, it it's it's known that sometimes they hold a little bit more fluid, a little bit more water, and it's tougher to cut weight. I know some people say that's not a good excuse, but that is a real thing. Um, now, as far as what Michael Chandler said, and I'm not saying that he's understanding to this, but the fact that he puts it out there makes it seem like he understands the difficulties in, the, in these weight cuts. Um, he tweets out and says, making weight is always hard, but thinking you're on weight, then missing weight just to have to go lose more weight after you, you've lost your initial sweat is a living nightmare both physically and mentally. So basically it looks like the fighters th- 
thought they were all, most of them, or a lot of them thought they were on weight, stopped cutting, went in with the full sense of take a deep breath, you did a great job, to find out that they screwed up because of someone messing. If if this is if this is just connected to the dots here, because someone screwed with the fighter scale, that's screwed up. That's messed up. And someone should be uh not I don't want to say people someone should lose their job, but whoever's in charge of that has to have a penalty and they should figure something. That I mean that to me is outrageous if that's the case. If someone if if there was someone in charge of a scale and they knew that that scale was off by a half a pound, it's a major difference. It's a major difference for for people that are literally. This is a, and it's funny too because Ariel makes a point too. Some people, when it comes down to these weight cuts or these 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 weigh ins, I should say, they're very quick. You get to the one fifty five, they barely give you a second. They just move on. One fifty five, moving on. This person literally put the thing, uh, you know, had Charles Oliver stand there, stand there for seconds, wait around. Waited for that thing to freeze. 155 and a half. He did not even think twice to move it. He waited. He hung around as long as he possibly could. There's some people that when they're weighing, when they're when they're weighing people in, they barely even look at it. 155, moving on. It's there, cool. It's like it's like nothing. That to me is a sham. If someone screwed this up, that is embarrassing. That is that is terrible. So we'll find out what happens. That I think as we go on, things are going to leak, leak, leak. But that to me is absurd. If the fighters are now saying too that the scale was off for all of the fighters, and which is why Charles Oliveira ended up not being able to fight at 155. Embarrassing. Um, so that's just a game changer right there. Now, as far as the other fights, remember there's also PFLs. Today, if you're everyone's talking about, there's no fights. This, there's nothing to do this weekend today, especially with the Mets and Yankees being canceled. Uh, there's nothing to do locally. Well, there's the PFL is on ESPN Plus tonight at nine o'clock. The Bellator fight on right now too, I think, in uh, in Paris, if I'm correct. So that's something you could do. Rock at the moment, I think. I want to say Bellator Paris. Let's see. Let's see. Let me just double confirm that because I wouldn't want to say the wrong thing, which I always do. Uh, Chicago and Bader. I think that's on right now. Let's see. Yeah, it's going on right now. the The main events happening in probably about uh probably about an hour, maybe less than that. They got two fights before uh the main card hits on Showtime, which is cool. Uh, I'm doing this again three ten ish on a Friday, but then you got the PFL, and then you have Canelo's fight tomorrow. Which is one thing, but uh, I'm not gonna watch that at all. I just I, I have no patience for Canelo to rough up somebody that nobody cares about. The Serrano fight last week was great. Uh, Serrano and Taylor was fantastic. The, the audience was fantastic. I mean, they they really had a great turnout for that. But Canelo, I, I whether or not you like Canelo Alvarez, I'm not spending that much money on Canelo. I was spending a ton of money on this UFC fight, which now is a little bit down in the dirt, but it's not really because the card was great anyway. Uh, just really quickly going through the early prelims. You want to go through, I love Tracy Cortez. She's going up against Melissa Gatto on the on the card. You got Lupita Gondinez, who's going up against Ariane. Um, God, now just jumped out of there. Why did I do that? 
Why does it do that sometimes? They just, they just, something about the, the Google search changes on the fly. I'll see. No, go back to it. Uh, Ariane Carnalosi. Uh, that's what it is. Lu Lupita Candina's friend, Ariane Carnalosi. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blagov Ivanov is on the, on the early prelims. On the main prelims, a great main fight. Randy Brown versus uh, Chaos Williams. That's going to be a freaking brawl. Love to see that. Uh, Francisco Trinaldo versus Dane Roberts is on there as well. Should be fun. The main card, though, was really good. Like, you know, Don Cerrone versus Joe Lozon opens it up. That's a really nice way to set up two veterans. Cerrone we haven't seen in a bit, so it's nice to see him back. You, not saying he's going to make a climb again for any type of lightweight title, but it's good to see him back. Want to see him back in the cage. So it should be fun. Uh, and then you got Mauricio Hua, Shogun Hua probably calling it quits after this versus OSP, uh, who's getting another one that's up there in age as well. We're getting up there in age. That should be a fun fight between those two because they're both kind of fan favorites. OSP always disappoints besides that, that one John Jones fight. Uh, and then you got a real crazy fight with Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. A flip of a coin right there. I mean, obviously, Tony Ferguson has not had the best um, luck in the cage recently. You know, he's looked older, and Michael Chandler is a brawler. And it's it could be it could be the tail end of Tony Ferguson's career, and we don't see much from him after this. If, if he can't rebound, because, again, you see Chandler, who has come into the UFC, taken it by storm, he had that that crazy fight with Justin Gaethje, which was back and forth, back and forth. Even though it was only three rounds, it was crazy. Uh, it looked like he had Oliveira on the ropes for a quick second uh, before the second round where he got um, taken out. And then you had his first fight in the UFC versus Dan Hooker, which was incredible. So Chandler brings this energy, brings this edge to him. Can Tony Ferguson find a way to bring himself back to where he was a few years ago you know, where he was basically before the pandemic, it was Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Oh, jeez. Wow, I haven't said that name in a while. Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. They were going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They were going for a title fight in April, and then the pandemic hit. That was 2020. Okay? And in those two years since that, Tony Ferguson has basically looked like an old fighter, a worn-down fighter, who just can't compete with these guys. So I really, it's really a test to see where Tony Ferguson is if he can hold his own versus Chandler. Because if Chandler wipes the floor with him, it's going to be an interesting situation to see what Tony wants to do next, where what he could do next. Um, and then you got Rose Namajunas versus Carlos, Carlos Esparza, which, I mean, I love Rose Namajunas. She's such a baller out there. She's such a gamer. Uh, she's so versatile. She's such a great striker. She's just so dominant. Carlos, Carlos, Carla Esparza, you know, former champ, but I think it's just a different person that Carla is fighting tomorrow night that she's just not going to – I don't even know how they could even put this fight together. I'm not saying that Carla doesn't deserve to get back, climb back up in the in the rankings – but compared to where Rose Namajunas is and the, the level of talent she's fought, Carla was once elite, not much anymore. 
So it's it's interesting to see where they how this fight's going to go, how quick Rose decides to end it if she wants to finish it that quick. I mean, that that's where I'm looking at. It doesn't seem very favorable to Carla. How many ways is it, how many outs does she have? The most success is for her to try to find a way to get Rose on the ground, but I'm not sure if that's going to be uh, easy for her to do, you know? And even on the ground, Rose is pretty phenomenal. She's really elite now on, on all levels. So really, where can Carla um, stand toe-to-toe? There's not many spots. And then again, you got the title fight. Well, the half-title fight with Justin Gaethje and the former lightweight champ, now vacant title Charles Oliver, it's going to be very interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I will be back next week with more, but I had to get this in. I wanted to turn this real quick. The breaking news, Charles Oliver misses weight. He's 155 and a half. Belt is stripped. Probably going to be fined. Probably not going to be fighting very well mentally going into that fight. Again, you tell me. How do you know going into a fight that you're not going to win the belt no matter what you do? Sometimes crazy things happen. So this is going to definitely skew the numbers for sure with that lightweight fight. We'll see how it goes. Again, you can follow me on, on TikTok at HoffWFAN, Twitter at the HoffWFAN, at the FightFanWFAN, and on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, WFAN.com, Odyssey app, The Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.